This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to the Stacey West channel and welcome to what is probably the most anticipated game of the season now and uh, what is one of the most anticipated games of probably the past five seasons. That is of course because we are looking ahead to West Ham on Wednesday, a Premier League side, a European champion coming down to Sinsel Bank. So, to talk all things uh, Hammers, I am joined by Will. How are we doing, Will? All right, mate. Yeah, pretty good. Thanks. How are you getting on? Yeah, all good, sir. Um, just really excited. It's a, it's a weird one to try and preview this because normally you'd sit there and you'd talk about form and the sort of players and what kind of shape, but it all seems a little bit redundant when you were there playing Liverpool yesterday, you're reigning European <laughs> champions, and, and now we're playing you on Wednesday night. It's a bit of a weird one, but we'll give it a go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was sort of, I, I quite like these, to be honest. Obviously, we've, mm. we're, we're lucky to have had the... Um, the European Conference League run last year, the Europa League the uh-huh. year before, and with no disrespect whatsoever to lots of our uh, opposition view guests that we have on from the Premier League, a lot yeah. of them, you know, really good friends of the show, give up a lot of their time sort of season in, season out. It's always nice from my point of view when we play different teams because it's just something a little bit different to... To the man, the, the the you know, the, I'll, I'll probably get a couple of pelters for calling it the mundane, <laughs> yeah. but the Premier League, you know, it can get a little bit repetitive yeah, season yeah, after course. season. We've just played Manchester City and Liverpool, and on our podcast, we are West Ham. I, I've literally been saying that oh, these two games it annoys me really because they're just write offs because the golfing class in the Premier yeah. League because of the money, blah blah blah. We've all heard those. Uh, chats wheeled out before, so I always I always look forward to it. I always sort of I always hope we get a, an away game in the cup that I've never been to before. Really annoyed that I wasn't able to get up to Lincoln uh, for this week's one. I normally would be, but um, yeah, prior commitments made this one impossible. But I, I just like it. It's something a little bit different. And uh, I must admit, though, mate, I was a little bit surprised to hear you describe it as the biggest game for five years. Surely you've had a bigger game than West Ham well, at home in the early stage of the League Cup. 
We've had, well, we had Everton at home a few years back. Don't get me wrong, we did have Liverpool at home, um, but that was in the COVID behind closed door season. So ah, okay. it didn't really feel anywhere near as special. You know, Wednesday yeah. night, it sold out within 15 minutes of going on general sale or something daft like that. Um, it's, yeah, it's going to be a packed out stadium. It's going to be a real special one. Obviously, we've already beaten one Premier League side so far in this cup run. So, there's a yeah. there's a hope that we can maybe do it again, um, and that's yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a brilliant brilliant night anyway, one hundred percent. So I, I kind of just want to ask you. Obviously, I'm not really going to harp on too much about like like I say the form because what you've got three wins, one draw, and then two losses, and then two losses were against Man City and Liverpool. So yeah, like you say, they're they're kind of hard to read into. Um, yeah. One thing I'd, I'd very much like to, to touch on is the sort of players that we're expecting to maybe see on Wednesday nights. I think that's the that's always the big question. I I had a lot of conversations about it when uh, I was away at Portsmouth on Saturday. Um, it's like, oh, okay, what kind of a side of West Ham going to play? Is somebody like a Ben Johnson? Is David Mabama going to be starting? Are we going to have Danny Ings, Maxwell Corner? Who are the sort of players that maybe aren't playing as many minutes in the league at the minute that you expect to maybe start on? Wednesday night. Yeah, I I would imagine probably every single one of them players you just <laughs> mentioned would play. Yeah. Uh, Divine, I was just going to say Divine Mabama, mm. I imagine will start up front. He looked promising in pre-season. Mm-hmm. He is very much... It's a really peculiar one. Like, he He's probably, yeah, our third choice striker of three. We've got mm-hmm. Mikel Antonio, who's a converted right back. Yeah. We've got Danny Ings, who, to be honest... I think it's a real shame what's happened to his career basically mm. since he left Southampton the second time. He was class yeah. at Southampton. And I just think he went to two teams who don't play to his no. strengths. West Ham do not. He's not a West Ham style player under David Moyes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a real, I just think it's a shame because I don't think anyone is seeing the best of him at the moment. I think it's a bit of a mismatch, but I think he, he felt like that at Aston Villa as well and just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. Um, so, no, but I imagine, so he sort of comes on, but Mabama is a good player. He's a tidy player. Whether he'll, he's one of those players where at the moment, I'm not certain he'll have a, a long-term West Ham career mm-hmm. or whether it'll be one of them where he just uh, ends up you know, the, the analogy I've used on the podcast a few times is I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up doing five years starting for Cardiff or something, <laughs> scoring 10 to 15 championship goals a season yeah. as they finish 13th in the championship <laughs> every season. Like a very decent respectable yeah, living. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 15 grand a week for the next 10 years. Whether or not he'll cut it at Prem level, I just that I'm not quite sure yet. He needs to kick on another level mm. or two. Yeah. And I do worry that, that, you know, West Ham, he perhaps needs a loan maybe if he's going to do that. But because he's not getting game time, he doesn't even get off the bench in the Prem uh, or the games that matter because Moyes, for some no. political reason, I think, puts <laughs> Ings on. But yeah, Ben Johnson will probably play. You'll have Fabianski mm-hmm. in goal because he's the cup keeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Suchek will get him run out in midfield, I imagine. Like Moyes takes his competition seriously, but he will strike a balance with the Europa League games we've got as well. Well, this is the thing because you you very much seem like a, an EFL kind of side when you seem you, you know your, your weekend midweek every single week at the minute. <laughs> and and that, that was something that 
we very much spoke about when the draw first came out was oh actually this is this is a little bit of a positive one a team that's in Europe a team that's obviously gonna you know they're gonna be stretched slightly thin and maybe not quite the size of squad as you, as your Liverpool for example um, so it's it's always a nice little I'll be honest, mate, you're you're right, but you'll have some like Angelo Bonner will play, who's still a prem Premier League quality centre back. Thomas Suchek, I imagine, will start. Bowen will get rested, Antonio will get rested, Said Ben Rama will probably start. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Well look at look at the fact that Fabianski is your cup goalkeeper. Fabianski I've I've loaded for the last five years as one of the best Premier League goalkeepers. And the fact that he's now starting as your cup goalkeeper is it just shows the gulf in, in quality, doesn't it, at the end of the day? Definitely. I mean it was a big it was a big call from Moisey over the summer. Um mm. dropping Fabianski as our Prem number one and bringing in Ariola. Ariola, it turns out, has been sensational. And to be yeah. honest, it was a rock and a hard place for Moyes because they're both as good as each other at the moment. But mm. Fabianski, I think, is about you know, 37 or something now. Yeah, um, that, he it? might have one or two years left in him. Ariola's 30. Mm. And would have left if uh, Moisey didn't make him number one this year. Once again, France's Euro squad. So, um, yeah, they did, we did the swap over. But, yeah, to have someone like Fabianski. Fabianski was fuming about it. He did a big interview in Poland. Oh, really? He wasn't happy. But, yeah, so, uh, honestly, I, it's a real different experience supporting West Ham these days mm-hmm. because, our, for, especially with the signings we've made this summer, yeah. our bench is as... You know, it's not as strong, but we've actually got players for the first time I can remember for years and years and years mm. who can come off the bench and make a difference rather than just having a good first 11 and then a load of bodies on the bench rather than players who can come on and do something a bit different. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't, um, yeah, I wouldn't really sort of consider it that it's going to be the youth team and you can do us over, to be honest. No, no, I'm definitely not expecting that. And, you know, if if we're being totally honest, I am hoping to try and <laughs> if we can try and get you to penalties, something like that. I'm not yeah. expe- I'm not expecting anything out of the game, and I, I think anybody who does it, it's just it's a little bit too naive to think that, like you say, you're just going to come and bring an under twenty one side and we'll turn you over because that's just not going to happen. But no, the, the home crowd with us and all of that, you just never know what could happen on the night if we get an early goal or something like that. Um, no, I mean, when right. we had. When we had Everton at the bank, what that would have been probably is five years ago or four years ago, I think it was start of 2019. Um, and that we scored inside of 21 seconds. Um, so if we can if we could do the same, and we're a lot more resolute at the back now than what we were back then. So if we could yeah. do the same and then just 10 men behind the ball, you never quite know, do you? But it would be so it would certainly be a nice opportunity. Um, one thing I also just want to pick up on, like I say, it's, it's kind of hard to, to necessarily like read into the stats and such. But I always try to, and I don't know about yourself, but I am a bit of a lover of XG. Um, most of the most of the guys on the podcast are a big kind of Hate fan it. of the stat. Do Can't you understand it? <laughs> well, 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 I'd better just shut up that now. Um, <laughs> well, nah, go on, mate. Well, one thing I've kind of just noticed was that actually you're over, you're overperforming your XG at the minute. You have scored more than what your XG suggests, and you've conceded less than what your XG against suggests. Now, that to me, especially the XG against one, obviously a, a tells me that you can be clinical, but it also yeah. tell, but it also tells me that you maybe give away a few chances. But obviously, you've already mentioned the fact that the strength that is Ariola. Um, 
But yeah, it kind of suggests to me that you give away a few chances, but you can you can stop them from going into the back of the net. There may be only half chances or things like that. Would that be a reasonable kind of sort of? I mean, we've we've conceded in every game this season, mm. and it's, it's it's one of those things. Really, you do you do always feel you know David Moyes' strength. Not so much. Mm-hmm. You probably won't see that as much on Wednesday, but his strength is, of course. He's happy to let the opposition have the ball. We often win games with our percentage, uh, with percentage yeah. records in the thirties. Yeah. You know, I think we won. I can't remember if it was the Brighton game. I think this season we beat Brighton three-one away yes. from home, and you only had twenty-two percent possession. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely. And mad. Chelsea twenty-five so, percent. Yeah, exactly. So it's not. You know, we. Stats-wise, if you look mm. to that, you think, oh, West Ham got dominated. And <laughs> we don't. It, it is a different experience watching West Ham these days, but mm. it's not as grim and bleak and defensive as that sounds or as many of our fans will make out, to be quite honest, because we're so... We, we look... Other teams will have a lot of the ball, but I don't spend lots of the game going, oh, like feeling really nervous they're going to score, if you know what I mean. Because we've had a few years of Moyes now, we know what to expect. And all you're doing, you're just you're appreciating our good defensive shape. Mm. Um, teams aren't often getting anywhere. They're being patient. And then all of a sudden, when we win the ball back, then you're excited because it's yes. explosive. And we get the ball up the, the pitch. And it's not long ball stuff either. It's, it's mm-hmm. on the floor. But we've got hard... You know, athletic runners yeah. uh, on the wings in particular. We've just brought in Mohamed Kudus as well, who might get a game on Wednesday. I don't know. He's sort of easing him in uh-huh. as Moise's way. But um, I'd be yeah, very worried if we do come can... up against him, I've got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I would be. But yeah, we've so uh, as far as that goes, I think obviously, again, we conceded three against Liverpool, three against Manchester uh-huh. City. Um, but I, I, I think we're one of those teams who sort of make a mockery of XG, I think, really, because I imagine that was probably the case last season as well and the season before. Mm. I I think other teams get into positions whereby, stats-wise, it looks like they should convert or whatever. But the way Moisey plays and the players we've got, there's always a confidence that we'll be able to defend that. And, yeah, and then I say we don't have all the ball all the time, so we don't always have the ball in opposition's half. But when we do, they're normally stretched a little bit more because we're Mm -hmm. hitting them on the counter. Um, Or, of course, Ward-Prowse, now we've got him on set pieces as well. We do do like a set piece goal. So, yeah, I think we're XG buckers, I think. is the Well, it's funny you very much say the, the point in terms of you are able to, in a way, kind of dominate the game dominate without having the ball because it's something that we've been doing really well so early on this season. You know, we've we've won few games where we've had 20-30% possession. Um and, but we're really comfortable. Our out of possession work has been absolutely incredible. We mm. set up in a really good shape. Everybody knows their roles. And then when we get the ball it's about trying to be clinical in those few fewer attacks than that we get, for example. Um, obviously it'll be really interesting because you you will undoubtedly have seventy percent possession, give or take, on mm. on Wednesday night. So it'll be interesting to kind of see when you are maybe having to change what your system is and have to have the ball for considerably more time, and we're maybe sitting in more of a low block, maybe pressing you at certain points whenever the triggers allow. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of works out. Those kind of two styles battling against each other. 
Um, so it'll either be a really, really boring game or uh, quite an active one. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Those are the teams we we sort of have more difficulty against. Yeah, like I say, you can see it with Chelsea and Brighton. To be fair, mm-hmm. we we had Brighton down to a T, and yeah, I, I do find when we it's that Bournemouth one all away on the opening day of the season. Yeah. James Ward-Prowse is the key to unlocking all that. I don't expect him to play against you in the week. That may be a, if it's still. You know, nil nil, one all, maybe. Yeah. On 65, 70 minutes, maybe brings him on because he's so clinical. From everyone used to rave about Ward Prowse when he played Southampton, and I never really believed it until seeing it in person. I always used to think it was just hyperbole, but he's. <laughs> Do you know what? It's so funny you say that because I said the exact same thing. One hundred percent on the yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah, I used to say the exact same thing. I just I could never quite see it. I thought surely he's just. He's got a good free kick in him or a good corner in him. That's about it. And he ain't got out else. Mm. But no. that was that was purely for, I guess, saying that without watching him for 90 minutes week in, week out. And like yep. I say, now that you do... It's the whole package is quality, yeah. All right. Well, I really hope he, uh, he doesn't start then, like you say. Um, so then, Will, I always I always like to end this with a prediction. Yeah. You know, be, be, be nice to us. <laughs> um, what, what would you... What would you kind of predict for Wednesday night? What what would be your score prediction? No, to be honest, mate, I I've got a feeling like we played back at Apola, a Serbian side the other day uh, in the Europa League at home, went one 0 down against them, came back to win three one. I I suspect you will score, and I think it. I can see it being tight. So mm-hmm. I want to say two or three one, but I can see it being a tight game. And as you asked me to be kind, I'll go 2-1 to West Ham. <laughs> well, funnily enough, I kind of want to go 3-1 to one of the teams considering five out of your seven games this season have ended 3-1 to either team. Yeah. <laughs> um, so part of me wants to sort of put that, but I am gonna I am gonna say a one all draw. And I'm going to say it goes to penalties, and then that's in the hands of the gods, then, isn't it? At the end of the yeah, day, yeah, I must uh, admit, we are quite good on penalties as well, to be fair. So you'll definitely be yeah. bringing on James Ward Prowse in the 89th minute <laughs> if you've got a penalty, won't you? Exactly, so, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, exciting. I'm looking forward to it, though. Oh, so am I. It's going to be an incredible night under the lights. It's full, full sellout from both home and away fans. There's going to be 10,500 people in the stadium. Um, it's going to be the most the most packed stadium under the lights we've seen in a long, long time. So it's certainly going to be an incredible one. Um, Will, honestly, thank you so much for joining me. Guys, make sure you do go and check out the We Are West Ham podcast because you may hear uh, one of ourselves on there as well this, this week. So make sure to go listen to that, see how they preview the game. Uh, and yes, honestly, I hope everybody has an, an amazing night Wednesday night. And yeah, thank you, Will. Good luck for the rest of the season after Wednesday night. And up there. It's the 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow. You've got your McNugget share boxes on the go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Boll Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boll and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bollandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.